Welcome to another episode of the Spoon Mob Podcast. This week's a little different. I reached out to a handful of chefs that we've had on the podcast previously that have either moved to different restaurants, moved to different cities completely, or opened a new concept, new restaurant, new business, new venture. And I wanted to have them back on to kind of talk about what they've been doing since they've last been on and different challenges that they've encountered with their new project and kind of the message behind it, the story behind it too. So we're going to have a handful of these episodes uh, coming out once a week. We're still going to have the brand new episodes on Thursdays, the long form interview conversations that we have with different chefs and restaurant owners and sommeliers and, and other industry professionals too as well. Those will still come out Thursdays like they always have been. These are just some update episodes, so little mini episodes, you know, 20, 30 minutes or so, just an update on what they've been doing since we last spoke to them. So this week I am joined by Matt Walton. Previously, he was the executive chef over at the Guild House, which was the restaurant inside the Le Meridian Hotel in downtown Short North, Columbus, Ohio. He ran not just the restaurant, but also their catering that they did for any events or weddings. Um, they also had the bar next door, Soul at the Joseph, so he did all the food for that too, and then all the room service um, in the hotel. He has since departed there and is now the executive chef over at High Banks Distillery, their restaurant in Grandview. They recently opened another restaurant in Gehanna. The previous executive chef is over there in Gehanna, and Matt is over there in Grandview, and they do some collaborations and stuff too, but currently going through a menu revamp. They did some updates for kind of the spring and summer menu, and now they're working on fall as Matt kind of gets into on the podcast and everything too. So it's just a good little snapshot and update as to to where Matt's been over the last year and, and why he's over at High Banks and, and everything he's got going on over there. So you can follow him on Instagram at matt.e.walton. You can also follow his other account at fork.knife.drink. And of course, at the restaurant account at highbankco underscore. Also check out their website and everything for menu updates, online ordering, all that stuff. Make sure to check out our website too, spoonmob.com. You can follow us on Instagram, which is at spoonmob, Twitter and Facebook, spoonmob1. Make sure to subscribe, follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. But here is my update and quick conversation with executive chef Matt Walton of High Banks Distillery in Grandview, Ohio. You're hopefully the first of many return guests that uh, we'll have on the podcast here, getting kind of some updates on what you've been up to. So last time since you've been on, you were previously the executive chef over at the Guildhouse. So you have since left that position. You're now over at High Banks Distillery. How did that opportunity come about? So I ended up just feeling like it was time to part ways with CMR. Uh, I'd been there for a little over a decade at that point in time, just trying to you know, freshen up the career, get out of my comfort zone, make a little bit of uh, some lifestyle changes as well. It was definitely nice to get out of the hotel life. I actually ended up taking the holidays off, uh, which was really, really nice. Took about six weeks to figure out where my next landing spot was and went through a bunch of different interviews with a bunch of different places and wasn't really certain at first that High Bank was going to be the place. A lot, Quite a bit different from, you know, where I'm coming from not only as a company, but just as a cooking style in general. However, the potential is kind of what drove me to kind of accept their offer. And really the the excitement of uh, being a part of something small, but growing. Also kind of getting to experience the distillery side of things as well, which is pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. How different are the two? Because both are large, you know, in terms of not only just the food output that you were doing at the Guildhouse with the hotel rooms and everything, but Highbanks is a very large 
establishment. I don't know what the capacity is, but it's it's pretty massive, the one in Grandview. So how different are the two outside of just obviously the style of cuisine, which is going from a more fine dining-esque, you know, hotel to a more distillery kind of bar? Casual pub fare is, is higher than that, but you know what I mean? It's going from managing, you know, six, seven different moving pieces that are operating 24-7, 365 to operating one giant moving piece that luckily doesn't operate 24-7, 365, which definitely has its pros. So they're different in that regard. However, as far as the company goes, obviously CMR being a large uh, corporate entity at this point in time, uh, High Bank is only four years old at this point. So there's a lot of things to do as far as getting them up to speed as a company goes, which is exciting that I can, you know, bring that experience and knowledge, you know, have a useful impact on a small business like that. And that was also an exciting prospect for me as well. When you're going through that initial interview phase, were any of the additional opportunities outside of Columbus or were they all local? I thought about moving outside of Columbus. Um, Cincinnati has been really attractive to me for uh, the past couple of years and their food scene is exploding. I don't know, maybe maybe moving to some warmer weather, potentially. My best friend actually lives in uh, Madrid uh, and he's been like really wanting me to come live out there with him. And that is very tempting. Right now, it isn't the best time. I want to, you know, take a little bit more time and just uh, deal with one change at a time. And uh, moving from CMR to, uh, you know, anywhere else was uh, a big change. You made some menu updates at the High Bank in, in Grandview. And I referenced that just because they just opened the one in Gahanna. But you made some menu updates back like in March. What direction are you ultimately trying to push the menu towards? Somewhere between where I was and where I am now, meaning like we can't exactly be fine dining there, but we can continue to elevate and innovate and be playful. And really, there's very few boundaries, High Bank. We can literally make it whatever we want. Uh, The other executive chef and myself work very well together. Ben's been amazing since I started. Uh, we have uh, very similar backgrounds, we, but we also bring different things to the table. And we're really on the same page about uh, driving the cuisine forward. And really, beyond picking a style, it's uh, been kind of exciting doing simpler food that you can't really quite hide behind, to say, to put it kind of plainly. Everything that we do has to be damn near perfect because you can't (laughs) throw a bunch of microgreens on it or slap a couple more fancy ingredients on it and uh, it'll sell. Like if it sucks, it fucking sucks. If you don't do it well, then it's awful. Going back to basics in that regard has been exciting as well. One thing I noticed when we were in there last too is the portion sizes are pretty large. Is that intentional? Is that just kind of their style that they've always had at high banks the meatball dish those are really large meatballs you know on one hand that's kind of generally what they've always done we have been talking about scaling down a little bit to refine some items a little bit more but part of the uh concept is being like a social space and sharing things like the shareables that we have are are like the biggest attraction and it's nice to you know get one or two of those and uh for like a six top eight top and have a couple drinks and socialize with your friends and life's all good with high banks because they have the distillery arm and the spirits aspect are you 
pairing the food with the spirits or the spirits being paired with the food or is it two separate almost entities and they just kind of cross whenever it makes sense? Uh, so we cross utilize a lot of flavor pro profiles and intentionally do pairing with the cocktail development. We're doing food development as well. We have a very talented bar team from top to bottom and they like to be playful and creative just as much as we do in, in the back of the house and creating those flavor profiles that uh, work well together is a top priority on the list when we're entering into menu development, but also we're keeping in mind kind of the flavor profiles of the base spirits as well. The base of the whiskey war, the base of our high bank vodka, all those things are kind of taken into consideration. And we use those as well when we're doing food development, all goes hand in hand. I think they won like best blended whiskey in America at the San Francisco World Spirits competition recently. Has that increased any reservations or guest count at the restaurant? Absolutely. We ultimately won five double gold medals across the board for several of our uh, spirits, which is crazy to say the least that, you know, this small distillery in Columbus, Ohio can go to the basically the international stage and and win awards like that. It's really, really cool to be a part of something such as that kind of little feather in our cap. Yes, it is definitely driving driving sales of not only the spirits, but reservations in the restaurant. I was kind of a little surprised to see that you actually need to have a reservation there to get a table from Thursday until, you know, end of Sunday brunch, typically on any given week, which is is crazy. Coming from a restaurant that already had a brunch and lunch menu and now going to High Banks, which you guys, I think, are open every day of the week and doing lunch every day and brunch on the weekends. Did that make the transition easier already having that experience and taking on those two kind of menu aspects? Oh, definitely. Uh, absolutely. A hundred percent. I think if I didn't have that experience going into this, that I would have had a very difficult transition because their brunch is no joke either. <laughs> so having that high volume brunch experience definitely helped out. And we have done a lot of the same stuff that I used to do at the Guildhouse. You know, we're still doing omelets and different breakfast sandwiches, things like that. So it's made it easier as a transition for sure. Not having to add in those extra hours of business has been nice as if I would have come from just a dinner only property. So overall, much easier transition with that experience in the past. Inflation has kind of become like the new topic at the forefront of the food and restaurant industry. It's kind of replaced COVID. Has that affected you guys at all in the kitchen at High Banks? A hundred percent, a hundred percent from staffing. You know, it used to be the, the problem that you couldn't find anybody to work. The staff pool was limited. Now it's inflation is hitting and everyone needs to be making more money, which is totally understandable. We're all feeling it, but also on the food side of things, it's uh, definitely different coming from a large corporate environment where you have contracted pricing on a lot of items that all of the restaurants buy collectively going to a small business where you don't have any of that and you really have to watch where your costs are, what you're paying for everything on a weekly basis. Um, there's a lot of budgeting that goes on. So it's it's a very, very hands-on way of uh, managing a restaurant is uh, really having to pay attention to, to where all your money is going all the time, especially in the climate right now. That's also been another, uh, I will say, fun little puzzle to play coming from CMR to, to going to High Bank is uh, being able to make that manageable impact in bringing the knowledge 
uh, that I already have of budgeting and, you know, watching costs and making sure that everything is in line to, to this small business. Been a fun puzzle, like I said. You're overseeing the kitchen at the Grandview location, then Ben is over at the Gahanna location, right? Yep. Do you guys do any collaboration or the menu is always going to be the same at both locations or are they both going to have different aspects of the menu? So right now, while they're, uh, you know, getting their feet under them, we're going to keep the menu the same. It is uh, quite a bit of work going through menu development. And we actually just started menu development for the fall winter menu, which tells you how long that the process takes because we're looking to go live and, you know, end of September, October timeframe. So quite a few months of, of hard work coming in front of us. But yes, we collaborate across the board on every, I think we probably talk at least once a day. That's always one of the several topics that we're talking about, always kind of texting each other to see what the other one's working on or just random ideas that we have that are just a total waste of time, but they're funny just to talk about or actual serious pursuits that we think are really cool. And yeah, so far, uh, collaboration is constant. Been really cool to have another executive chef to in a similar concept to kind of bounce ideas off of like that, uh, which I haven't quite had before. And you guys are also doing to-go food too as well, which isn't something that you really did at the Guildhouse, right? We did to-go food, but like not a whole lot of it. Our food didn't travel very well unless it was, you know, up to room 208 or whatever. The to-go food situation has definitely been a a new beast for me and another, you know, aspect of uh, figuring out the operation side. But yeah, we do a ton of to-go at High Bank. It's crazy. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, has it been difficult, like, taking on that whole program? That's its own separate thing, depending on how much volume you're doing, because then you got to coordinate if they do any delivery through, like, Uber Eats or DoorDash or any of them, too. You got people, like, standing there, like, picking up orders and all that stuff. Yeah, we do uh, several delivery services, uh, plus just, you know, in-store pickup through just calling in. Luckily, a lot of that has already been set up and pretty efficiently by predecessors because that aspect of things is just totally foreign to me. I mean, I can figure it out, but I'm glad that it's kind of uh, on the Ronco right now. Just set it and forget it. And all the all the line, co- line cooks are used to doing it. So I think that would be the hardest part of increasing volume in my past restaurants for uh, to-go business is just all the cooks. Honestly, the the hosts in front of the house would not be used to that as well. So that's kind of a cluster in itself if you don't already do it. You guys were the first restaurant that participated with Rue in their first Sunday feast collaboration dinner. How was that experience? That was actually a lot of fun. I'm glad that we kind of only do brunch on Sundays. So after that, we're kind of free to do whatever. And that was an awesome time kind of collaborating with those guys over there. I have never been to Rue before this. I've worked with a couple of people that worked there in the past. So I know the general style. I got to experience something a little bit different. I don't do a whole lot of Indian, but I needed to do a lot of research to uh, kind of make that menu fit together with what they were doing and their ambiance and their their restaurant concept. And then from there, Ben and I just kind of had fun making that menu and doing the prep. And then it's not often that you get to go into someone else's kitchen and cook with them like that. So that was definitely a whole lot of fun. A lot of things that I've never been exposed to, honestly, uh, working in that kitchen with them uh, for the short amount of time that I did. Very cool, uh, different techniques and equipment to see. 
we're trying to get something going like that again in the future since it was fairly successful and we all had a good time doing it. So looking forward to the next collaboration We're we're kind of always open to, you know, mutual marketing events like that. We do a lot on the beverage side. We don't get to do a whole lot on the food side, but whenever the opportunity arises, we're all for it. Are you still curing meats at your house? Absolutely. And uh, now that it's summertime, I usually spend my Sunday afternoons now uh, smoking meat. Uh, so I almost every Sunday since uh, the, the weather got nice, I've taken that as a smoked meats day. You know, we got the chance to come in there and, and try some of the stuff that you put on the menu. It's pretty easy to pick out at that point what you had changed over, just your style. And, and we could kind of go through it and pick out like, all right, this Matt did this, 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 that over there. Like, so we ordered a bunch of stuff and it was good. And it's cool to see you get a new opportunity to kind of flex your culinary skills and new environment and everything. You guys are open, I think, every day, Monday through Wednesday, 11 to 10 Thursday, 11 to 11, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and then Sunday. Sunday is actually only brunch from 10 until 4, which has honestly been amazing. Just brunch on Sundays for now. And then to go orders, just go through the website or they can call the restaurant directly, right? Website. Uh, yep. You can call the restaurant. Uh, we do Chow Now, Grubhub, all that good stuff. Appreciate you coming back on, obviously, anytime. Definitely wanted to have you back on and chat a little bit about new opportunity that you got going there. And like I said, we've been there since you've been there. And your stamp is on the menu and looking forward to all the new stuff that you guys work out and release. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, exciting stuff coming down the pipe. New blended whiskeys, released a couple new barrel selects, a lot of new food coming up, especially in that uh, fall winter menu that we're working on right now. I mean, it's only going to get more and more elevated but expect the same kind of casual approach. Well, stay in touch and I'm sure we'll be seeing you soon. Will do. Appreciate it, Ray. Again, a big thanks to Matt for coming back on the podcast, uh, taking some time out of one of his uh, days off there and, and just chatting about what he's been up to. So again, you can follow him on Instagram at matt.e.walton, at fork.knife.drink, and at highbankco underscore are the three accounts. If you're going to go to High Banks, uh, at least the Grandview one for sure, make sure to make a reservation. Mondays through Wednesdays can probably walk in and see it at the bar, but you're better off just making a reservation. They also do to-go food. You can get that through either Chow Now or through their website or you know just calling the restaurant and placing an order to as well. Check out their stuff if you haven't been or if you have been previously, um, but before Matt kind of took over and did some of the menu changes, it's a little bit different of experience. The food is definitely a little bit more elevated and it's going to continue to trend that way too as well. And they have a bunch of different cocktails and beers and, and all that stuff too as well. So it's a pretty big, pretty big restaurant. Make sure to check them out if you ever get a chance. That is it. And we'll be back with an all new episode on Thursday.